Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Well, John, it's been a very sad couple of weeks or so with the passing of two men you got to know re- really well down the years with the passing of uh, John Kennedy and Chris Hurley. Yeah, um, death for a few weeks, to be fair. Uh, shocking news. Um, both sides, obviously, John Kennedy. Um, I got to know years ago, many years ago, when he played with Cork and uh, at Cork City. And I got to know him really well over the last uh, number of years while I was involved with the club and the staff. And... Um, he was a, a great man to be fair and look the amount of work he's doing not just only for the club but in the community and um, look he live a big hole in the club to be honest and uh, he was a big personality and a, a very friendly face whenever he went to Tony's Cross uh, no matter what the result was to be fair afterwards and um, look he'll leave a, a very um, big shoes to fill whoever's going to take up the roles he's do I think it was only someone like John Kennedy would have the personality to do what he was doing. Yeah, and Chris, and, Chris Hurley, of course, uh, who you knew very well from Avondale. Yeah, look, Chris was a, a gentleman, to be honest, and um, I got to know Chris very well, obviously, when I was in Avondale 2002, I'd say, and I got to know Chris really well. And um, he was a big figure in, in me taking over as manager, and uh, I dealt with him very closely then and kept in contact with him every so often for the last number of years since I've left and uh, always again when I went down to the park was the creature friendly and um, very sad news to be fair and um, not only for Avondale but she was obviously a founding member of Cork City as well and did a lot of work for Cork Soccer in general and um, more big shoes to fill and uh, very sad news over the last couple of weeks yeah and uh, uh, very sadly missed both men uh, they gave so much to uh, soccer down the years. Uh, R.I.P. for uh, John Kennedy and indeed Chris Herlihy. Um John, um, things not looking good for Cork uh, City at the moment. Uh, I suppose, you know, just reading some of the comments that have been coming in since the game against uh, St. Pat's, um, most of uh, uh, the Cork City fans in agreement that uh, the performance wasn't good enough for a team who are fighting for their lives to stay in the top flight of League of Ireland soccer. Yeah, look, it's a it's a dog fight and it has been probably generally all year to be fair. And um, there's five games left now, and look, I've watched all the games anyway on, on the streaming service, and uh, it's like even last week, say Finn Harps, I felt last week they left two points behind them with the chances they created. Thought they could have really won that game, and um, although to be honest, when you're when you're watching the game, sometimes it can be easy just to say when they score, to win, try and go on and get a second, but sometimes you're not the reaction when you're when you're struggling like that is to protect what you have and and maybe drop off a bit. But um 
yeah, it's tough. It's, it's, it looks to be tough going at the minute. And look, players' confidence seems to be down, which is a massive thing as well. And they've, um, they just need to hopefully try and dig out a couple of results because they probably need a couple of results to be fair over the last five games. And mm. it doesn't matter who you play in this league or when you play them or where you play them. No game is easy. And look, this season proves that to be fair. And look, everyone is hoping in the city that they can that they can really dig out a couple of results and uh, get the backing that they need. Look, we all love the club, uh, John. I know you love the club. Uh, bone deep. Uh, you've been involved with Cork City as a player, manager, fan. Um, nobody likes us down here, but do you think realistically that second bottom is the best we're going to finish at this stage? Um, look, I know Shell's lost last night. So um, I think City four points off them and Finharps three points off them or something. I know Finharps are playing later today. But... Um, yeah, I honestly I would think so. I think Shell's four points in five games. Like I think, like if Shell's getting a result or so, they've got different sides as well. But uh, I think they'd be looking at. I think playoff. I would think yes. I think people would take that. I think people within the club would probably take that now as well. To be fair, and um, just getting into the playoffs doesn't guarantee anything either. Look, the first division is is proving just as hard to get out of. And these clubs are scrapping as well to try and get into the playoffs and that side of it. So, you know, and and the playoff is a one-off game in a neutral venue. I think if I'm right, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not 100 in that, but I'm thinking happening that game as well. But I'm sure people in the club would take that right now. Yeah, hard questions must be asked for sure. I mean, you looking in from the outside, John. What do you think the main problems are? You know, it's uh, some of the performances have been way below par. Yeah, look, a lot of things because. Just the conceding first goal is massive too, especially when fellas' confidence is down and player confidence is down. And there's probably a lot of new players that are new to the league as well, and that takes time as well for these lads to come in, not just in Cork City, but in other clubs around the country as well. And sometimes it takes a while for players to adapt, you don't realise what you're going into. And, um, and in the short season as well, it doesn't give them the time to adjust and to settle into it. You have to hit the ground running, really. And um, just like it's just. Like last week when they got the first goal and created chances, I just thought they looked a better team, and it's probably not coincidence they got the first goal against Sligo as well. Um, in the in the home game that they won three 0 and they looked a lot better that night with the confidence. And uh, it is, and they've a lot of young lads as well that have come up through the academy, and and it's not all doom and gloom to be fair. To be honest, I think there's a lot of great work being done in the academy mm. uh, through the academy from from the 13s right through to the 19s, all the coaches are doing great work and I go to a lot of the academy games and see them and they're obviously all being led by Colin Healy as well, he's done a great job there and some of these young kids have come into the team and we know Cork have a lot of them in their squad at the minute. It takes time for these young lads as well and it's hard to put pressure on these guys because they need to take time to adjust to senior football and some of them are still only under 19 as well so it's hard for these young lads as well at that time and you're trying to integrate them into your squad and and you're expecting them to hit the ground running when that's probably not possible, really. These fellas are always going to have dipping forms. So, a um, number of factors, really. But look, just hopefully they can get, on, get on themselves together again next week and get going again for another big week ahead with three games coming up in the week with the Dundalk game pencils in between the two mm. league games. Yeah. So, it's, it's going to be a massive few weeks, to be fair. But look, hopefully everyone can give them the backing they deserve because, look, League of Ireland needs Cork City and Cork City needs or the city in general here need a strong Cork City as well and mm. like I've no doubt myself as a fan at this stage wants the club to do well and stay in the division and get the results that, that will keep them there 
Yeah, if they were in a playoff, um, there's some handy teams in that first division. We know that, uh, you know, to come out of the first division as well, John, is somewhat of a graveyard. Uh, you know, you've established clubs like Drogheda United who've been in the top flight, um, mm-hmm. Longford Town, you've, uh, you know, UCD in there, Bray, um, Galway United with John, um, you know, Cove not out of it yet. So, you know, if they were in the playoff, uh, there'd be nothing easy. No, there wouldn't. And as I mentioned earlier, I think it's I think it's a neutral venue in in a one off game as well, yeah. which makes it harder as well. It's just it's on the night then or on the day, whatever whatever time the game is on. But as you as you mentioned, there's a lot of clubs scrapping there um, to get into that playoff position. You mentioned Drogheda, Bray Wanderers. You know, UCD have a good tradition of coming up mm. of coming up from the first division, and uh, no matter who gets into that playoff position. Um, from the first division and no matter who's in the playoff position from the Premier Division it'll be that game could go either way I would think to be honest no matter who's in either position and um, you just hope that whether Cork City are in that position or even higher if they can get shells great and uh, just be well prepared for what you come into because that first division is and the only thing is that Neil Fenn to be fair from has, has history in the last couple of years of being in the first division but you'd like to think he'd know exactly what he'd be going into there as well because he'd have faced a lot of those sides over the years. Yeah. Um, John is doing a good job. John Coffey with Galway United since he's uh, taken over I think, six wins from seven league matches. And, you know, football is a funny way of throwing things up, uh, John, over the years. You've discovered that. And uh, wouldn't it be just ironic if it was Cork City Galway in the playoff? It would, as you say, look, football does throw these things and look, John has done a great job and... Um, I'm not one bit surprised anyway. And even last night again, Tony going on to win 6-2 away to Longford. Mm. Um, he seems to have changed the mentality up there because they've got a lot of late wins as well. Uh, against Shamrock Rovers as well, late win there a few weeks ago. And he's, like I've spoken to John recently about and Liam Carney as well, obviously he's gone up and helping him as well. He's another great fella. And um, I'm not surprised to be fair because John did an incredible job at Cork and um, I know he took his time out and, and uh, re-energised himself and waited for the right opportunity to come along and Galway's a great city and a great footballing city as well and yeah, uh, got tradition, great tradition there yeah. and um, it seemed a great fit to be honest when I saw it that it was coming available and that John was hopefully going to get it and uh, look, I'm delighted for him to be doing it to be fair because John has done an, as I said already he's done an incredible job in Cork and a big League of Ireland man and I know he was itching to get back in once the opportunity was right and it's great to see him do well and look if it's not this year for John to get up to the Premier I've no doubt next year they'll be they'll be pushing even higher up the table to try and get up mm. uh, Just you personally uh, John you turned down the Waterford job um, earlier in the season um, you were there of course before that and turned down uh, the, the opportunity to manage the team they're now pushing for Europe uh, doing really well any any regrets? Um, I don't to be honest Trev I don't um, as I said at the time when that job did was when it was offered to me it just didn't um, appeal to me that it wasn't the right job at the right time for me to be honest there was a number of factors for that but um, it just wasn't wasn't right for me personally then and um, look I'm not one bit surprised where they are in the league to be honest um, after working with these players for a short period of time really before the lockdown and um they have a great group of lads there, really good trainers, uh, young, hungry ones, um, good attitudes, and uh, they have a great team spirit and great culture down there as well. To be fair, it was probably installed by the, the Rennie and the rest of the staff for a, a few years previous to that, mm. and you could see that. I could see that when I went down. And, uh, yeah. 
if, you know, there's a few good players as well, and, and probably, to be fair to me, at the minute as well, they're probably the best keeper in the country as well, and Brian Murphy, who's come back and been a massive signing for them, and he's made a huge difference mm. to them when he's been playing. If you look at the games he's not been playing, they've lost, you know, I know they lost to Finn Harps at home when he was out as well, and having presence like him around the place is massive as well, and um, I'm delighted for them as well, because there's a lot of good people that I that I would have worked with down there that are still involved, like Tranny, who's looking after it now as well, and... Uh, yeah, they're doing great as well as a lot of people might have predicted they've they would have uh, struggled after the lockdown. Bumps and trains they've kicked on and that shows a sign of the characters that they've got down there and um, as well as Cork League needs a good Cork City, needs a good a strong wall for as well for and you need those monster derbies. Yeah, definitely do. Um John Sheridan did take the job uh, that you were offered. He didn't last too long in the public, did he? Well no, but um, uh, whatever you want to look at that but uh, to be fair to him look, I know a lot of stuff has thrown at him over those comments and um, although I would think a lot of those comments might have, been, might have been blown up because of the result in the match that was in it too to be fair not many people were talking about that as well after but um, you, can, you couldn't knock what he did because I thought to be fair looking in from the outside he, he did a great job there the, the way he signed a couple of good players from England Robbie Weir who's done a great job for Waterford so he's gone in and you can't knock his record since he's gone in there and um, look he got a good offer of another job back in England and I think it was only a short term thing anyway for him so I'd say he's only doing it to, to get back in work before he was hopefully got another job in England and he was lucky enough to get a job in England with Wigan Athletics so um, yeah. good luck to him and I'm sure people don't want to wish him because you couldn't knock as I said you can't fault the job he did and the points he got them and the position there in the league now to be fair yeah, I suppose not surprised he moved on though he's had about 55 clubs uh, John Sheridan uh, had the old phrase more clubs than Jack Nicholas. but for just finally with yourself John um, um, uh, Ireland I want to talk to you about Ireland before you leave us um, against Slovakia on Thursday uh, a lot of comments a lot of opinion has been um, put out there about Stephen Kenny's two games in charge so far in the Nations League what are your views on, on Kenny's um, reign so far I know it's only two matches but what are your own views on Ireland uh, the style of play and the big match coming up um, and to be, uh, yeah and to be fair with the style of play you could see straight away what they were trying and but that takes time you know like for the previous number of uh, years in Ireland they had a certain way of playing and even Kenny did speak a lot about us um, about changing the style and uh, that takes time to implement that and to be fair he probably before those two games I'd say if he two or three training sessions and I know a lot of these players are Premier League players and you think they'd be able to adapt really quickly to it but um, he's he's got to probably go into Slovakia next week and style play is fine and that as well but your senior manager for Ireland you're expected to get results so I think they have to try and go get results because this style of football will, as I said will take time and mm. You're not going to get that over a few months. So, look, I'm sure the public would would take getting through and qualifying over. Just see us beating Slovakia, John? Uh, I think it'd be tough. I think it'd be tough. Um, I think Slovakia would be a step up of what they played previously in the two friendlies. Mm. Um, although, to be fair to the Irish players, they'll have four or five games under them under their belt with their clubs as well. So, you'd expect fitness levels to be higher and the pace of the game to be higher and maybe maybe moving the ball and stuff might be quicker as well because of that and because of the games they've played. And um, But I'd expect Ireland to equip themselves very well. Look, they'd have another few training sessions again with the players and no doubt Zoom calls with the players and meetings. And um, 
I would expect them to quit themselves better. But I think it'll be a tougher game that they that they played in the previous two and yeah, uh, the Nations League. Think, yeah. yeah, and I just see this morning that James Coleman's probably out as well, which is a, mm. a big blow as well. I think there was hamstring injury yesterday, so it'll be a big blow. I know he didn't play the two previous games. He went for Matt Doherty, but um, mm. from what you read and what you'd hear, James Coleman's a huge personality around the training ground in the hotel and you know mm. just have some of his experience around would be great but um, look everyone's behind him as well because especially in these times now with the way the country's been for the last few months and um, it'd be a good lift to everyone to for Ireland to qualify and give everyone a boost in Irish soccer and, and it'd be great for Stephen Kenny too to be fair because I feel my personal opinion I think he'll get criticism probably a lot earlier than some managers because he's come from League of Ireland and, but I think it's generally the League of Ireland people that would support him because they know you know I think it's sometimes the people that probably don't watch as much League of Ireland football might jump on him straight away because of where he's come from but everyone who's watched League of Ireland for the last number of years knows exactly what he's capable of and look it's going to take time for him to be honest so hopefully he gets that time and people have a bit of patience with it. Okay and just the very last one your plans uh, John I know you have your pro licence done uh, do you uh, you know plan to come back to management is that the, the aim for you? Um, look when I look obviously when I left Cork this time last year roughly um, I took a few months out then and finished the pro licence at that stage and uh, I went into Waterford at that time and I really enjoyed just getting back out the pitch with the players and staff and really enjoyed those couple of months really before um, before everything was stopped but uh, look as I said it was turned down the water for John Robert for me personally um, would I be interested in going back I would once the job is right or the things are everything's right for me really to be honest and um, but I'm at, at the moment I'm just enjoying watching the games and not not, not just the Cork City game I'm watching all the games on the, the streaming service and um, I'm just watching with all keen interest now and hopefully and supporting Con City like everyone else and hopefully they can just get out of um, trouble and put in performances and, res- and get the results that they need. OK, John, well, it was a pleasure having you on with us uh, this afternoon on The Score on Cork's 96FM and um, we'll, we'll be in touch with you soon and uh, thanks for uh, coming on. No bother, Trev. Thanks very much. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary. Not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.